Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Time now for WEEI Football Sunday with Andy Gresh, Christian Arcand, and Mike Cadlick. Now, WEEI Football Sunday. The final hour of Football Sunday sponsored by Feldman Geospatial, where they get it right from the ground up. We'll go through week 14 in the NFL. Uh, If you're in a uh, fantasy league, this is likely the last week of your regular season because I dare say if you're in a fantasy league that is playing in the final week of the regular season, Arkan, you're probably in a bad league. Yeah, probably. <laughs> can't be playing. You can't be playing your championship nope. in the final. Uh, in the final week of the uh, regular season. You know what though? Like the reason why you don't usually do that is because at that time of year, that's when players get rested and you go to the backups and all of that. Bingo. Think about how many backups are playing right now. Like True. you know, like it's not really going to be that different from these games and how they're going these days. There's a ton of backup quarterbacks on starting rosters now, and you know, like they're going to keep playing even if they have it sewn up. Because like the Bengals, well, not the Bengals, but you know, some of these other teams, they're going to no, have but, their backup quarterback going anyway. But to your point, and I know we're going to get to the games in a little bit, but the Bengals and the Colts. Who would have thought it was Jake Browning against yeah. Garner Minshew? Right. Yeah, that's not what you signed up for. Whenever you Washington I mean, versus Washington State, Jake Browning versus Gardner Minshew. There you go. Look at that. that each other up in Washington. It's better for the ago. dead Pac-12 yeah. than it is for the NFL. But if like if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, you're looking at Joe Flacco against you know CJ Beathard. CJ Beathard. I mean, good lord, Zappy Our, versus Trubisky on Thursday. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That set the tone. I mean, think about it. You know, with the Panthers, you have the you still have the number one overall pick in the draft from this past year for Carolina. But even Arkan said, like, Derek Carr's trying to get in there for uh, – if they got to play Jameis Winston again, good Lord, get ready in the third row. You're five get touchdowns, a, five picks for yeah, Jameis you'll, today. Yeah, you'll get a free uh, football if uh, Jameis Winston <laughs> is uh, is playing. But as I look at uh, the great tankathon.com, I see that Carolina still has the number one pick. That's going to transfer to Chicago, and oh, boy – like there's been not, there's been not a lot of narrative talked about that in the they gave up what might be the presumptive first round pick to a team that is now going to have two in the top five arguably in Chicago and they better hope that Bryce Young ends up working out down there in Carolina because you're sacrificing another player for him. New England is in at number two, Arizona number three, Washington number four, and then the aforementioned Bears are in at number five. So, with four weeks to go, before we get down the roads that the Patriots can go, where do you think they are going to go right now, Arkan? And I know this is going to change over the next couple of weeks. But if you had to put it on paper right now, 
this is how I think the Crafts and Belichick and crew are going to handle it. What do you think happens? I think that they end up picking at three. I think they're going to end up picking at three. Is Bill making the pick? Because that's, to me, where this has got to start is how do how am does I the saying, regular Am I talking about what end? I want or what I think is going to happen? I, what, what do you think right now is, is likely to happen at the end of the year? Are the Crafts going to divorce from Bill? Are they going to move someone in? Do they blow up the front office? Because really that's where this offseason begins because if Belichick is going to be here for one more year, then I think the discussion in terms of the players is very different but if it's going to be a bit of a change, then maybe change might be afoot in a bigger way. Yeah, no, it definitely would be. And I sort of feel like, I, I don't know, maybe it's just the tide turning and the wind and all of that. Are you and this waffling whole thing. a little bit? I'm like, not waffling because I, I still want to move on. I still am ready to move sure, on sure. and have some other regime come in and make this pick and do all this stuff in free agency and what have you. I don't trust Bill with that sort of thing anymore. For all I know, he'd trade trade out of the top three and, you know, get a, get a pass rusher and a guard uh, with the two picks in the first round. So I would rather someone else did. It, if it was up to me, do I still think that's going to happen? I got to say yes. That was a nice win on Thursday. It was nice to see them actually compete. The season's been over since week eight. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that the Crafts, as much as they're going to come out and say, hey, you know, we want to win these games and, you know, hey, it's still important to come out there, they've made a decision already. I think they've already sort of looked at this and realized, hey, this isn't going to get better than it was last year. This isn't going in the right direction. We still have to make a change. We're still going to do that. Well, and and Catholic, I'm curious. I'm take corner, basically. I, I know, <laughs> but, no, but you know what it is, though? I think in in all honesty – the crafts are in a bit of a corner here as well. Yeah. yeah, they are. Because normally when you say this guy isn't good enough anymore, you rip the Band-Aid off, and that means you're ripping the Band-Aid off of normally everyone around him. But a lot of the rhetoric has been, well, if we just take Bill out of there. Right. And then we leave all these other guys around. And, and then you're like, well, wait a minute. If you're an owner, do you really want to go down that road of saying this guy has put all this together and – well, we'll just remove you from it, but the rest of it would be okay. It feels like the crafts are really backed into a corner because they they wouldn't be completely co-signing on the Belichick way, but they would only be removing one Belichick from the football operation, and then you're going with all the people that would have been left around. And he, he touches and runs everything football-wise in that building. So yep. to take him out of it, you're going to need someone to take on a lot of responsibility as the lead on personnel and the lead on freaking scheduling everything and, like, you know, media available. Like, there's so much that goes into it that Belichick does and is in charge of that it would be difficult to just take him out of the equation. And even if you do move on from him, you're going to have to bring someone else in. And you have to re- – if you're going to gut it, you're going to gut it. And there's a lot of stuff that Bill ran that I'm sure the Crafts don't even fully realize, like, what they're going to have to, like, redo here and re sort of reset up uh, – it in Foxborough when Bill does uh when they do ultimately decide on Bill. Speaking of college or speaking back to or going back to college game day yeah. and what Kraft said, uh, I'm gonna read a quote from him because I found this interesting and I feel like this is him sort of resetting and you know refiguring out what they want to do at head coach. So he they asked him about the success uh, that they've had not only as the Patriots but his you know businesses in general and what he said was it's about the pe- this was his quote it's about the people collecting good people people of good character people who are loyal I'm very happy that most of our key people have been with us a long time you know we have a head coach who's been with us 24 years that's the model we have in all of our companies to try and pick the best people I thought it was interesting that he mentioned Belichick being here for 20 sounds years. like Tepper 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, like the whole "my people normally don't leave me" type right, deal, right? But so it, I thought it was interesting they to kind of go die back in their office and say, <laughs> "Okay, David." Yeah, <laughs> but to say that you know we're successful because we keep our people around and it's all about our people makes me think that they want to keep Bill around, and that makes me in turn think that they're gonna keep Bill around. Yeah, it's uh, it is a real, real tricky spot. And McAfee's right when he said, I don't envy you for what you have. Well, to because either way, it feels like uh, Kraft loses. Yep. Because even though there will be the portion of fans that are screaming for Bill to go, there still are people out there that I don't think are of the, oh, we just got to get rid of the guy because they bottomed out or had a bad year or something like that. And it this would be so much easier if the team kind of rolled over like a golden retriever and just wanted their bellies rubbed. Yep. But yet they're out there playing hard. They're not quitting. They haven't bailed on the guy. How in the world they have kept the offense from, or excuse me, kept the defense from going over and just goozle piping the offense <laughs> is really one of the more amazing things that I think the more we get down the road, it's like, wow, they're not quitting on Bill if he you kept listen, it together. Yeah, right? exactly. Or and Gerard Mayo is really keeping that defense in line. Well, sure. and what a great head coach he would make. Well, <laughs> and that's the thing. But here's the other. Let, let's just take it a step further, right? Okay. Say you put Gerard Mayo in there. How quickly are fans going to be screaming, I don't want Steve Belichick mm. as my defensive coordinator. But guess what? That's the guy who's been working hand-in-hand with Gerard Mayo. And they would be like, well, you got rid of the smarter Belichick for the other one. And then it gets into, like, Kraft Billy can't Lanny's win. calling the show now? I mean, uh, uh, no, no <laughs> it's Mark and Medford. Oh, that was Mark and Medford, okay. I, I sort of know what you mean there. I think that if Mayo becomes the head coach, he's a defensive-minded head coach, it'll be like, Bill, everyone knows it's him calling it, and whoever the coordinator is is just doing whatever Bill says. I think it'll be that same sort of dynamic. And, and I also think, even if they move on from Bill, they're not going to move on. They're not going to clean house. Like, that's that's yeah. what Kraft's comments sort of that's, said to me. Yeah, and Like, that's maybe the Bill part. decides he wants to go somewhere else and finish his career somewhere else, and they want to accommodate that now for an elegant solution. Yeah. Bill turns it into a me thing. Yeah, but Kraft's not going to let. Yeah, he's not going to let it be this thing where you know the entire we're turning over all these positions and we don't want anybody <laughs> from the old right. regime. They want people from. They want continuity, yeah. and I don't think that that's a great idea. Honestly, I don't. Well, and I think that's where a lot of people are going to have a hard time with it. It's the wait a minute. You're going to still embrace the structure, but you're going to take the smartest guy, arguably right. the smartest, most experienced guy, out of it, and then you're going to leave everybody else and then it's who's going to run things and it, 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 there's not going to be a way I don't think for the crafts to be able to satisfy everybody in all of this no, no and then I- and then if you're handing it to Mayo and the bitch about Bill is that he's a defensive minded guy well what the hell's Gerard Mayo exactly right? the only thing you're getting there is just a, a new person to complain about exactly and I wonder about that too I don't know if I said it on this show a few weeks ago but the idea I feel like you need an offensive head coach now in this league because quarterback position, the offense is so important. And if you have a defensive-minded head coach and you have your offensive coordinator running show, if and when they succeed, then they go off and you know take a head coaching job somewhere. Right. And so then you're just returning out and re- retuning the offense every year. And then it's when you get that's when you get a Mac Jones who's had three offensive coordinators in three years trying to run three different systems. And as smart as Mac can be, that's tough on his brain as well. And so. I just think you need to – I'm with you, Arkand. I don't like the idea of keeping some bones but getting rid of, like you said, Gresh, the best 
the most accomplished and probably the smartest guy in the room in Belichick. So I don't like, like handcuffing whoever the next GM is exactly. going to be either. I well, feel like you're you doing have, it. And yeah. then you have Mayo. And the coach. You have Mayo here, and it, yeah, it's sort of the same, but who's running personnel? Do you just elevate Mac Rowe? Do you bring in a different guy? Um, names like Adam Peters have come up from San Francisco. Who or do you bring Ziggler in here, who before he left was well thought of within the organization? Yeah. And if Kraft is on the whole continuity thing, let me bring someone back in. Like, I did you read that thing about Ziggler? Yeah, yeah, I did. Did Ziggler write that? Like, I mean, that <laughs> thing was the most complimentary piece I've ever seen about a, a front office guy who just got fired yeah, in was. my entire life. I feel like he had to have given them all that, right? Probably. It was in The Athletic, for those who yeah. don't know what Arkan's talking about. It's about a week or a week and a half ago where it was, well, Dave Ziggler wanted to save Josh McDaniels from himself. Yep. But you know what? Then if only they'd done what Ziggler said at every possible turn, <laughs> they would be undefeated okay. this year is yeah. basically what it said. Yeah. Here's the other thing, too, and let me run this by you. Speaking of Josh McDaniels, is there any chance that instead of Mayo getting kicked up, if Bill goes, that it's Bill O'Brien, there's your offensive-minded coach, and that Josh McDaniels walks back in the door as a offensive coordinator once again. I think that would be uh, a <laughs> real, be real long odds, per, first of all. And also, I think that would be a mistake because based on what I've sort of heard about you know, the locker room, they really respect Gerard Mayo in that locker room. The defense does, and they're playing for him. You can't say the same about the offense and Bill O'Brien. You just can't. There's no confidence there. There's no confidence on that side of the ball. They may or may not have ruined their quarterback, you know, yep. with him as being part of that. I don't think he was a key part of it, but, you know, everybody shares some blame he, there. He might have put the final nail in the coffin because yeah. I don't know if that coaching – That would be failing upwards. Well, maybe one happen. of the things that, that they missed on was Mac being coached by a, a hardo like O'Brien. And to your point, there's a ton of respect in the room for Mayo, and arguably – Mayo kind of hung around here because maybe he thought it would be his next best opportunity. But it's interesting. What's crazy about this is we didn't even get past the Belichick discussion on it, let alone do you go veteran quarterback, do you go young quarterback, what do you do here, what do you do there? It just goes to show, I think, how complicated it is for the Crafts and all of the different things to really think about. But it does seem like the, the pot's on the stove, but I don't know if the heat's really turned up yet yeah maybe two really get pants losses to buffalo and denver sort of changes the mind of not only some fans but maybe the crafts as well, well that's too why i think that you mentioned the schedule coming up i don't think they've made a decision yet a lot of people kind of think that you know the hay's in the barn and craft knows who's going to move on or craft knows that no we're going to stick this thing out again i still think there's you know there's a lot of volatility left in the season if they do like you said get blown up by kansas city next week if they do get blown up by the bills when they go up there and play the only thing that can... Ter- I feel like the only real win they have left on the schedule is the Jets game, week 18. And is that going to be able to save Belichick from his own job? I don't think so. Well, and if there is another team or owner lurking, right. then you'd love to have some good showings so that you can try right. to drive up the value the best you can to get what you want. I still do believe there will be... I'm, I am, I'm entrenched until I'm wrong on... Josh Harris is at least going to call. Oh, He's yeah. going to call and try to make it happen, and they have currency to be able to do that. Yep. And you know what? It would be interesting if Bill got traded here for a one but sent somewhere else for less. 
Mm. It would be something on the whole, you know, trade circle of life. I had an epiphany on where he's going to go. Oh, really? What do you got? You want to say you want to big market tease it? I was going to say you can big market tease it. I threw out Green Bay at one point, and then, you know, the quarterback started playing well, and they were winning. because (laughs) Well, because that's an organization that embraces frugalness, and it would be the perfect My epiphany had something to do with Green Bay. It's not Green Bay, but it's in the orbit of Green Bay. I got another one in that division, too, that I think you got to keep an eye on. Maybe we're sharing a brain, believe it or not. Could be. Uh, We will get to the week. That uh, you're going to watch today in the NFL. And oh boy, is it a doozy. Here's Arcan ready to trend on WEI Football Sunday. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're back to WEEI Football Sunday on WEEI. The draft talk has already begun here on uh, Football Sunday. I mean, it's hard not to start to think and dream and all the different scenarios and all the different things that uh, could go down around the uh, New England Patriots once we get to the offseason. But first things first, it is who's going to be running the deal. It should be Oscar Ash. Me and you just fixed the entire team during the break. We kind of <laughs> did in a, in a, in a pretty uh, seamless way, quite honestly. Uh, and that's the whole marrying of the bringing in people and keeping what you got. But just quickly before we get into the rest of the games, this defense should be kept together, right? Like the whole defense. I mean, like everybody, I you know, there's guys I'd be kinda, okay moving on from. No, I think there's but, some replaceable pieces. But in the whole running it back, you're way, 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 way closer to being right on that end. Because here are your free agent ads, Christian Gonzalez and uh, – and uh, Matt Judon, right? Like you haven't had those guys in there, so you need if, another corner. I think I kind of think so. Jonathan Jones has been okay. Yeah. I'm sure they overpaid he him. He was great in the, the Chargers game. That's right. Yeah. But I mean, there have been moments there. I mean, we know Jack Jones is gone. I'm getting to the point to where 
Marcus Jones was a nice gimmick, but I don't know if you can really. It's your guy, Arcand. I, I thought Marcus. Smart. I thought Marcus Jones was going to change the world this year. Uh, and but I thought those jerseys are going to be flying out of the pro shop. No, but I'll tell you what Marcus Jones is. Marcus Jones to me can be the new Miles Bryant. In that Ugh. I know what Bryant is, but with Jones, it's more of the availability. If right. he's available, he is a playable guy. But I would think it would be more in a Bryant role at least right now. And then they'll figure out what to do with him. I'm not out on him by any stretch. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if you can put together an off-season plan and say, that's definitively my fourth corner. Right. And I look at, like, is J.C. Jackson going to be back? I think he's under contract, but I don't know if they want to keep that in here, especially well, if they retool the thing and kind of want a new culture or what have you. Well, the, and, and there therein lies the rub in terms of J.C. Jackson because in getting him the way they did, they're not on the hook, so they can repurpose the contract. Right. So I do wonder a little bit in their mind, in the Patriots' mind, meaning if all the same people are back down there like Bill's running things. Right. I think it was, what, $10 million that uh, Jonathan Jones got this year? If that money ends up getting allocated to J.C. Jackson as a starter opposite Gonzalez, and then you kind of go from there, whether it's draft or filling in veteran free agents. I think you could do better. I mean, yeah. maybe, but you're going to pay for it. And who are the free agents? I don't even know who the free agent corners are going to be. I don't know either. I will say this. They I can think... draft one in the fourth round and be okay. That's, yeah. That's I one mean, thing they're normally yeah, pretty they're good, good at. at that. So long as the guy doesn't have a rap sheet. But... You only need it for a year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the, right. uh, the defensive line in particular, I think you're ready – with Keon White and Christian Barmore, I think to kind of have them be established as the as the two guys, and you know I like Lawrence Guy and Devon Godchow and sort of some of these uh, Dietrich wise. You know, it's not like I don't I want to move on from any of them, but I think it's time to let those two. I think it's time for White and Barmore to be getting, and they already kind of are. I mean, uh, Barmore is anyway. Barmore's been incredible. This He's year. been yeah. terrific this year. He's getting a ton of snaps. And, and Godchow's should be, and been I, really good. Godchow's been the, good the, too. The problem is Belichick put the curse on him by saying he's one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL. In the mind of Bill Belichick, right. he is for what he does. But in the mind of the fan that says, how come he doesn't have 12 sacks, it doesn't correlate. Right. I just think there was so much sort of invested in that that you can move on from some of those older players if you wanted to. That's sort of been the way Bill's done this all along. Um, linebacker, I think. I like Tavai. I like Bentley. I think you could probably upgrade there if you if you really wanted to. And uh, as far as the secondary goes, I mean, you have two good hitting safeties. You don't really have that Devin McCourty center fielder out there right now. I know Peppers has been good, but I'd, uh, I'd maybe want to... in the box. Yeah, Mills right. has turned into that guy. Yeah. Who's more Mills, of the, Phillips the... barely plays anymore. You know, like, it's just, I, I think there's something you could maybe do there. I'm all right with them at corner. I think all in all, the defense is in good shape, though. Yeah, no matter what they free do. Free agent cornerback Stephon Gilmore. Next oh. year. That'd be interesting. Uh, so next year, the guys that are signed for next year on this defense are Godshaw, Wise, Guy, Barmore. We forgot about Daniel Aquali, who's on IR. Oh, yeah. Keon White, Sam Roberts. And then you got uh, Judon, Bentley, Tavai, Chris Board is signed for another year. He can probably go. Yeah. One more year of Board. And then it's uh, Uche, Mac Wilson, Anthony Jennings. Yeah, I was just going to say Anthony Jennings has been a guy. It's like, why do they have him? Why do they have him? Why do they have him? Now he's healthy, and you're like, okay, I see it a little bit. Uh, so of the and, – and Uche, gone, right? No oh, one's – I would think. They're, they're, he's done nothing this year, really, in my opinion. Uh, Raekwon, the chef, McMillan is still signed for another year. Nice. I mean, that guy. I know has you're been, a Wu-Tang fan. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> enter the 36 Chambers, friend. But, uh, but you know, Raekwon McMillan's another one of those guys. Oh, Ooh. I didn't know Jonathan Jones was signed for next year, friends. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, they signed him to a two-year deal. 12.75 million is the cap number to be. Holy cow. Uh, Adrian Phillips is signed for next year. Duggar is not. Jabril Peppers is. Uh, Jalen Mills is not, but there's some sort of cap stain for next year, so I'm wondering if that might be a rollover situation that they can make that work if they want to keep him. We know Gonzalez. Miles Bryant and Cody Davis are free agents. We bid you you adieu, friends. They'll find another Bryant. Yeah, I guess. Miles yeah. Bryant is making two point seven million this year. Yeah, it's and too much. I actually think he's been better this year. Like I, I've yeah, noticed him uh, making plays this year, but yeah, it's not not worth re-signing. Uh, the, the, let some other team make him. That's make him exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, let him, for let, five million bucks. Let somebody do to Miles Bryant what they did to Tully Banta Kane, yep. and then he can come back wicked cheap. And then you got J.C. Jackson on the books next year. Jones, Mapu, who we kind of forgot about. Sean Wade. Maybe that's a guy who ends up replacing someone like a Bryant. I don't know. Brendan Schooler, who's got to calm down. Yep. You got to calm down, man. Like you're a, spe- a good player. Good player, but a special teams wacko. Yep. Might be um, their MVP this year. Ooh, I also forget about Isaiah Bolden who got hurt. Oh, yeah. That might be another replacement guy. True. So even if you're just looking at that and you're getting Gonzalez and them back, you need Duggar. Duggar is the must sign on defense of the of the people that we really kind of talked about. And then after that, it's, you know, going to be draft picks or guys they're developing or or whatnot. So defensively, it seems like they're okay. All right, let's get to the games. The hell with this. We're going <laughs> to be doing this for the next month and a half. Oh, can I pay off longer. my tees real quick? Oh, please oh, do. Yeah. Please do. I'm sorry. I had an epiphany this week, or I guess it was last week, about yeah. where Bill Belichick is going to go. And it makes perfect sense to me. You guys may disagree, but I think the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. are the ideal, perfect, check-every-box landing spot for Bill Belichick, and here's why. And I know I can see already Gresh doesn't like this, but no, I can I'm, tell no, you. No, I'm, 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 I'm doing a hear-me-out. It's like, okay, run through it. Try here's to why. Me. The Dallas Cowboys are in season five, I want to say, uh, with McCarthy. Maybe it's season four. They have not made it to the uh, conference championship game. They've not made it to the NFC championship game. And I don't think that they're going to this year. And I think that Jera is going to say, you know what? We had a good season. We had uh, 10, 11, however many wins they're going to have. They're 9 and 3 right now. So they're probably going to finish, you know, with a, a lot of wins, possibly even like 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that they're going to look at that and say, you know what? We need someone that can take us over the over the line. That person is Bill Belichick. It is a turnkey situation for him. It makes sense that Jerry would get emotional and fire McCarthy, and it also makes sense that he would want Bill to come in. And for all the people saying, well, Jerry's too involved and Bill's not going to like that, I think those two are a lot more like-minded than you might think. And I think that for a year or two, they'll play nice with each other if it means winning a Super Bowl. And I think that that is where not only Bill can win another Super Bowl and sort of you know say, hey, look at me. It's not just Brady who can leave New England and win. I can too. And he's much more likely to catch Shula there as well. It checks every single box. Dallas Cowboys. It makes too much sense. Oh, just orchestrate a trade. You want an offensive coach? Here's Mike McCarthy. There you go. Have fun with that. Oh, boy. No yeah. way. That's an offensive well, guy. He's got yeah. 173 wins. Come on. We're poo-pooing him. What would you rather have the 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 coordinator du jour is not calling plays in San Francisco? Who is their coordinator? I, exactly right. Yeah, That's but the, they'll get a head coach again. You know what, Arkan? I don't rule anything out with Jerry Jones because he is nutty right. and can flip at any time. And is likely to cut some backroom deal, too. That's yeah. another thing. They're both no like lifers in the NFL. I, I, the only fly in the ointment that I could see with that, if Jones gets to that point, is the Parcells factor. I mm. do feel like with Belichick, there is a – once they part a ways with the Jets – even like, you know, when they had the handshake in 09 or whatever, Parcells wanted the hug and it got all uncomfortable and everything. 
I only wonder about the I'm not going to go to I'm not going to go to a team that Parcells ran. That's the only thing I could think of from the spite and malice end of Belichick to where he might be like I don't want to go for that guy because Arkan, I'm with you. I mean, and, he came here, <laughs> but Jerry Jones yeah. is also 80, like right. or or pushing it. Like I, he is in the Robert Kraft mode of the. I'd like to maybe get one more yeah. or make sure the organization's okay. Because Stephen Jones would get run over by Belichick. Oh, yeah. yeah. But Jerry would be the one like Robert who'd be able to put the hand up and be like, no, no, you're going to yeah. listen to me. I like it, too. I mean, one last hurrah, you mentioned it. And like you said, Jerry's there can kind of yeah, – I, I agree with you, too, as far as they're like-minded and, like, you know, they'll look at – how they need to kind of retool and rebuild it the same way. And mm-hmm. they already have the offense there. And like, there are a couple of single older gentlemen just prowling <laughs> around town yeah. too. So well, that. there is a, there is that element of it. I threw out, I thought you were going to go down the road of bears because the bears right now are a bit of a mess. They hired the dope who ran the big 10, yeah. Kevin Warren, mm. who screwed up the COVID thing royally. That guy is now charged with trying to get a, a new stadium. And, also, you know, George Hallis is on that list of pe- of people that Bill would pass. I just wonder if the McCaskey family would be like, oh, how romantic would it be? That da, 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 da. And they bring in Bill, and there's the old school way out mm-hmm. there of, I mean, come on, if Ditka, if Ditka walks into the stadium, the place goes nuts, for God's sakes, because they'd love to go back to 85 and beat people He'd off. get a nice ovation in Chicago and everything, but I think we all agree that's probably bumping them up to, like, Six wins, max seven right. wins. In the in the moment, yeah. It I makes you think, wonder you know? if a team no, but to your point But with the Cowboys. Does a team who is and desperate's the wrong word, but a team who is operating with a sense of urgency and says, I gotta do it now. A la what Denver did with getting Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a hey, we've only got so much of Russell Wilson, let's get this guy who can fit. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be I don't I don't rule that out because Jerry Jones is, for my money, the nuttiest owner in the NFL because he should know better. Like Harris and Tepper, yeah. they don't know better. True. Jerry Jones knows better and still does it because he can't help himself. That's the best team that's likely to fire their coach. And my I'd say that with if Buffalo too and, and these other teams, I think Dallas is the best team that's likely to fire their coach, which I think they'll do if they don't Make it to the Super Bowl, make it to the NFC Championship. I game. still think the Chargers make sense for him. I do. That's sort of my fit for him. You have an offense there with Herbert and Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Um, a guy in Kellen Moore who could run it. I do think, too, we were talking about McDaniels earlier. I think McDaniels is going to wind up wherever Belichick is next season. Hmm. Whether it's here. If he, oh, even whether, if it's here? Yeah, if it's oh. here or if it's elsewhere. Like, I look at, you know, as much as people hate McDaniels as a head coach, I think he could go to L.A. with him and run a solid system with Herbert. Um, and then that defense, they have players, man. They have Khalil Mack. They have Derwin James. They have, uh, obviously Joey Bosa. Like that team is stacked. And I think they are a head coach away because Brandon Staley, we talked about this a few weeks ago in, yeah. the, in the Sunday football show. Staley's Brandon a boob. Staley, he is a boob. Um, and I think they're going to fire him and I think they, they could, I don't know how much money they're going to be able to shell out to him. And we talk about the Spanos or whatever, but I think Belichick yeah, they don't take, pay much, right? But I, yeah. yeah. But I think Belichick takes that team over the hump. I also wonder too, if there is another firing like, for example, let's say uh, the Cowboys do want to bust a move on Belichick and they let McCarthy go. Yeah. Now you look at McCarthy, and it's in, but if you're L.A., if you're another one of these teams who's like, hey, I need an offensive-minded coach, again, I'm not the biggest fan of Mike McCarthy. You can do a lot worse than him yep. or get somebody that is uh, completely unproven. And what the hell, let's bounce around the board a little bit. At 425, the Broncos are at the 5-7 and seven Chargers. Lean or feel on this one, uh, Arkan? I'll start with you. 
I'm leaning Chargers, and I don't really know why. I feel like the Broncos had that win streak snapped with uh, who they play Houston last week, and yep. Houston yep. beat them. And the Chargers uh, are coming off of a very, very ugly uh, win that they've desperately needed. And I just sort of feel like they're at home. It's a uh, division game. Chargers minus three. Chargers minus three. I kind of like. I'd, I would take that, and I'd lay the points on it. Where's the game? It uh, is in it's LA. At, uh, so far. Mm. I think I lean Chargers, too. I was going to say Denver because I like what they've put together all of a sudden. Russell Wilson's playing good football like he used to. I like Sean Payton as a as a head coach. But, no, I think uh, I talk too much Chargers to not pick them in this I'm spot. doing exactly what you're not supposed to do. And that is? And that is thinking about last week and just basing it off yeah. what happened last <laughs> yeah. week. They tell you 100%, don't base your bets off what happened last week. That and that's, a, ex- that's all I did on that pick. Uh, well, <laughs> that's literally maybe, the only well, analysis I gave you. Maybe it'll happen again because at <laughs> one o'clock the nine and three Ravens are going to take on the six and six Rams. Uh, the rain will be hitting hard in Baltimore. Uh, Rams outside again. Not a big fan of uh, the Rams away from SoFi. However, at six and six, they should be plucky. But this feels like everything's coming together for the Ravens, right? A little bit of rain, gross weather. Yeah, I uh, I like the Ravens in this one. I've seen them at seven and a half. I've also seen them at a flat seven, which is what I'd prefer if I was uh, if I was picking this. But I'll tell you what bet I really like, and that's Gus Edwards over thirty six and a half rushing yards. Love it. That's a low total for him, and I think he'll probably with the weather uh, as it is in Baltimore, he'll he'll get way over that unless he hurts himself. Yeah, um, man, no, I just I look at the the Ravens and I find myself picking against them every week, and then they end up going out there and blowing <laughs> on our team, and I I have this, I just I don't know. I don't know if I like the run centric, you know, offense that the Ravens run, and then they go out there every week and they do it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go against myself and pick the Ravens. Listen, the seven. Ravens are the best team in the NFL at playing through and overcoming major injuries. Yes, they do it every year. I don't know how, but then again, they also kind of hit the ceiling every year, and it never feels like the Ravens advance as far as they should come the postseason. How about a couple of uh, interesting record games in the AFC? Meaning the six and six Bengals are at home to take on the seven and five Colts. And if you look at sort of the, the AFC playoff picture as it kind of stands right now, there's a whole bunch of these teams that are just kind of jumbled in the middle. Pittsburgh's one of them. We know they've taken it on the chin. Uh, but both teams are backup quarterbacks. I don't know if there's an advantage here, Arkane. Yeah, well, I'll tell you this. Browning and uh, Zappi had similar first two games. Browning came out in that first game was terrible, just mm-hmm. like Zappi was. And then in the second game, they were both good. So I don't know what happens in the third game with the backup. I'm not sure. We haven't gotten to that point yet. But I feel like the Colts' defense is uh, not this year. They haven't been as good. But they've uh, lately, I think, been a little bit better. And um, it's it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be a tough game. I'd, I'd lean on the under here, although I'm not sure what it is. Uh, but whatever it is, I'd probably uh, I'd probably lean to 44 and a half. I think I'd I think I'd go with the under there, even though I still like the Bengals' weapons, and uh, I think the Colts have a have a stronger offense than people give them credit for. But I don't I don't expect a ton of points in this game. I love Gardner Minshew. Every single year, he ends up having to start you know three, four, five games for a team. This year, he's obviously taken the Colts basically the whole way through since Richardson's injury. They're seven and five. They're fighting for a wild card spot. Cincinnati kind of is too, but I don't think they have much faith in Jake Browning. I know he played well last week, so. I lean Indy minus three on the road, or plus three on the road, rather. I think that I think that they continue and you know keep fighting in that wild card uh, AFC. Or, so or Indy AFC. right now is the six overall in the conference. Uh, they have the same record as Cleveland, but Cleveland has the head to head on Indianapolis. And then you know you look at Cincinnati and Buffalo. The real problem for Buffalo is 
They're 11th in the conference. They're 6-6 six and six overall, but they're only 3-5 and five in the conference. Mm-hmm. And they've lost head-to-head to Cincinnati and Denver. So they did. They they need to go on a hot streak starting today. Uh, but the problem for the Bills is they are going to Kansas City to take on the 8-4 and four Chiefs. And I looked it up. The Chiefs have not lost back-to-back regular season games since early 2001 or 2021. Wow. So it's been a couple of years since the Chiefs have lost. They lost, but they're coming home. Bills like playing there. Some a little bit of a turmoil swirling around Buffalo. I don't know. A lot of people are just leaning that Kansas City is going to win this game because they're going back home. Yeah, I, I sort of feel that way, too. I feel like both of these teams, the Chiefs have lost three out of their last five, I think, and the Bills, you know, are the 500 team at this point. Chiefs have lost three of the last five. They lost to Denver, Philly, and Green Bay. Yeah, and they've got a couple of guys in. Donovan Smith is out, and a couple other guys are out. I still like them in this game. I like them on the, on the money line. I think they're one and a half, two, I think, was... Uh, the highest that I saw this line. I'd probably lean that way just because I feel like the Bills are more likely to blow this one. You know, just that's that's sort of how I look at it. I feel like the Chiefs are more likely to rebound and the Bills are more likely to blow it. The Bills need it more. Love the Chiefs here. I think the Bills are in turmoil with everything that's happening there. I think that's that's tough to overcome, the whole McDermott stuff this week. I know it's uh, off-the-field stuff, but... I mean that that sits in your brains and that that eats out. Eats McDermott's away like, guys, we got to defend <laughs> defend yeah. ourselves. Like the yeah, actually, <laughs> like never the, mind, never mind. Like yeah. Normandy. <laughs> How many of you need a history lesson yeah. on that? Right? <laughs> uh, do the Seahawks have anything uh, on the road against the nine and three Forty ers Anyone? Anyone? I think they're going to cover that. I, I think they're, they're going to cover. That's that. a 13? big big line. Yeah. yeah. And these are division opponents. And listen, the Niners look great, and they really look like a team that's uh, sort of hitting their stride right now at a very good time. But a division game, I- I'm sorry. Like, I-, I know it's in San Francisco, but those teams know each other really well, and I think I'm leaning Seahawks here. I think so, too. Uh, I'm with you today, Arkand, on basically everything. I that's think, bad news for yeah, you, I my know. I think Se- <laughs> No, I do. I think Seattle's, the yeah, they've been down the last couple weeks, but I think they're also fighting for their lives here. Uh, San Francisco, obviously, on a on a on uh, quite the winning streak here, but I do. I think They'll fight in the the wild card spot. I think Seattle is toast in this one. And when you look at the schedule, their best win is against the Lions in week two. Just in terms of competition, Seattle has beaten this year the Panthers, the Giants, the Cardinals, the Commanders, and the Browns on, I do believe it was the week or the week after Watson ended up getting shelved. They have not beaten it. And who have they lost to? The Rams, the Bengals. The Ravens, the 49ers, the Cowboys. Yeah, but they only lost by one touchdown to the Cowboys. They did. They was 41 <laughs> I remember that. I won yeah, that they, bet. Yeah. They, uh, they, they closed the door on that one. But, yeah. like, the Ravens pasted them 37-3. to Last time out, thir- 49ers beat them 31-13. I don't know. I just think that, uh, it, it, to me, it, it, it's coming across more and more that Seattle is uh, taking advantage of the schedule. Just trying to look to see if there's anything else we want to hit. Uh, Dolphins, Titans. I don't That's know. another big spread, isn't it? Uh, yes, yes, it is. Here we go. Here's the game that and I like missed. Miami there. Sunday night game, 10-2 oh, yeah. and two Eagles at 9-3 and three Cowboys. Uh, we know the Eagles had a rough go of it. Cowboys at home are a different team than the Cowboys on the road. Where do we lean here? I like the over in this one. I think I will, I like the points here. 50, I think it's to- high, 48 and a half maybe. Uh, but I don't know. I think this is an awesome Sunday night football matchup. I love watching Dallas on Sunday night. Uh, 52 like right Ooh, now on Sportsbook Rhode Island. Yeah. yeah, I still think I like it. I like rooting for points. Eagles need a bounce back game. They'll go out there and score, and uh, Dallas does it too. So oh, I by like the, the way, boys, do you know we have two Monday night games yeah. tomorrow night? 
Odd. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Arcan, I just did what you did. When I looked at the schedule this morning, I was like, what, there's two Monday night games? Oh, yeah. Same no kidding. time. Yep. 8-15 for both of them. Exactly. It's uh, Green Bay at the Giants. Giants are six and a half point Do I have to, like, dogs. stream one of them on some weird thing? Ooh, Probably. I don't know. One of them on Peacock or something? Yeah, I would think so. Have to get your <laughs> no, pe- ABC, whatever the ABC at Disney Plus. Have to get your Peacock <laughs> out for that one. It's going to be a Toy Story broadcast. <laughs> and uh, yeah. the, the Dolphins are minus 14 at home against the Titans tomorrow night. That feels high, but then again. It's the Titans. Yep, and the Dolphins. I mean, they, got, they've been they've been covering those spreads this year. What? Uh, yeah, Dolphins first half. Watch, they probably pork you and go seven and a half. <laughs> yeah, right yeah. on a fourteen point spread, they'd stick it to you. Yeah. But that's where I'd lean. I I could see the Dolphins coming down, putting up yeah. early Monday night football, all jacked up, ready to go. Well, and if we didn't mention the game, that's because it probably stinks this week. A lot of bad games this week. A lot of bad games this week in Week fourteen of the NFL. We'll get you a couple of picks and a prop. Here on WEEI Football Sunday next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, more of the guys. This is WEEI Football Sunday on WEEI. All right, we only got about two minutes for two picks and a prop. We got football coming up after WEEI Football Sunday. We're going to go right into Detroit at Chicago, and then that will go right into Buffalo at Kansas City, and then that will go right into Philadelphia at Dallas. Uh, A couple of picks and a prop, uh, boys. I'm on – I like the Bears plus three uh, outdoors against the Lions. You do not play well outdoors. We'd love to get three and a half, but I'll take three with the Bears. Arkan. Mine is the Raiders plus three. They are home dogs with the Vikings in town. I don't think the Vikings are anything special. I think the Raiders keep it close, maybe even win. Love Seattle, plus 14, divisional game, like we said. I know it's on the road, but it's still a tough con- or a, a tight one, I think. Seattle keeps it close. I think 49ers end up winning. And a pick, I'm going, I'm sticking with the over in the Philly-Dallas game. And with a prop, we will go with oh. a Chris Olave, anytime touchdown, plus 180 against the Panthers. All right. I gave you my prop already. Yep. That's uh, Gus the Bus going over 36 and a half in Baltimore. Going to be a lot of running in that game. And my other pick here is going to be the Carolina Panthers, minus uh, plus five and a half there in New Orleans. And the Derek Carr is dealing with a concussion still. So I like the Panthers. Wow, to, uh, that cover concussion, the man. I'll tell you, that's a, a big deal for them. Uh, for a prop. I'm going to go under on Zach Wilson passing yards, 179 and a, a half. safe one, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it really feels safe, doesn't it? Now, what's weird is the, the Jets plus three against Houston is uh, definitely an odd look. All right, that's it for us. We are out of here. Join us uh, tomorrow to be a Patriots Monday tomorrow. So Bill Belichick, Hunter Henry, likely Lawrence guy. I'm assuming Bailey Zappi. In fact, I expect it to be Bailey Zappi with Jones and Mego. There you go. Joseph, good job, boys. Have a great day. Uh, Get your arcs out, everybody. You'll need it to get to work tomorrow, and then I guess we'll live and be okay. Enjoy football all day on WEEI. T. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.